0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talks with Trav. I am your host, Travis Diamond. As you know, each episode, we dive into a different area of life, offering real tips and stories to help improve the quality of your life and the life of those around you. With that being said, I want to dive in uh, to talk about the topic today, and that topic is how to establish and have successful relationships. But first, I do have a favor to ask. If you find value in my podcast in this episode or any episode I've done, please leave a review. Let me know what you think. Um, the better the reviews and the more reviews I get, the higher in the search algorithm my podcast goes, allowing me to reach more people and have a more, an impact on more people's lives. And that is ultimately the goal, to help as many people as I can. Um, also share an episode if you find value in a particular episode share it or if there's a particular section or segment of an episode that you find value in let me know send me a message and i can make a clip find value in anything that i've shared that i've talked about or discussed in any episode please share that episode share the podcast thank you to everyone who has already done so it's greatly appreciated uh, with that being said let's go ahead and dive into talk about successful relationships um, I'm not specifically talking about any type of relationship. I'm talking about every type of relationship. Of course, there's variables that are specific to certain relationships. For example, you have to have some sort of physical attraction to the person that you want to have a rom- romantic relationship with, but not so much someone that you want to be friends with, right? In fact, it's probably more beneficial if you don't necessarily have a physical attraction to your friends. Um But anyways, there's the same, there's a couple of common factors in having, developing and maintaining a successful, healthy relationship. Um, And the first one, as you know, there's a theme in my episode, in all my content and everything I do, it talks about... Everything starts with you. It, it all comes from within. So the first piece of advice that I would offer you on having successful relationships, be it with your friends, with your family, with your uh, romantic partner, with your work, with mentors, with mentees, whatever it may be, um, you have to become a person that others want to be around. You have to develop the traits that are appealing to others. Um, and in fact, you have to develop the traits that are appealing to yourself. So, for example... If you're someone that is, I just call it how I see it. I tell them what it is, whatever. That's cool. You're being authentic, but that doesn't mean that you can't learn to to communicate in a way where you're still calling it how you see it without being an asshole. There's a difference in being honest and being an asshole. You know, some people use that. Oh, I'm just honest. You know, you didn't have to tell them that they're an idiot. You could have just told them they made a bad decision. The in like it's still being honest, it's still the same. But most people are not going to want to associate with you long term if you're an asshole. It's it's like that's the bottom line. They may have interactions with you from time to time, or or if you're someone who every time you, you they turn around you have a sob story or some sort of negative thing taking place in your life, taking a victim mindset. People don't want to associate with that, or maybe you're someone who cancels all the time. You make plans with people and then you cancel, be it because you just have anxiety and you can't go or whatever excuse you want to offer, but at the end of the day, your decision to cancel is still just that, your decision, and it impacts the relationship. Maybe you're someone who doesn't bring any value, and that's another one of the topics is bring value to the relationship. Maybe you're the the consumer of the relationship. You're not the provider in any capacity, and that's a problem. But you have to become the person that you would want to associate with. I took that same principle, and I applied it to my life professionally. Um, and even for my romantic relationship, I thought about myself like 10 years ago, right? Nine or 10 years ago, I said, I had just gotten out of like a three-and-a-half-year relationship, and uh, I was in a, in a pretty dark spot, and I said, how can I find the woman of my dreams? Like, What do I need to do to be in a relationship with the woman that I want to be with? And um, I was like, well, first of all, I have to become someone that that person would even be interested in, in entertaining on a dating level. Like, I have to become the person that can attract that relationship, right? And the same goes for your friendships and better relationships with your family. You know, like, I'm not saying you have to be the, the most loved person in your family, but if you show up to the family gatherings and, like, all you do is show up, bring a little side dish, eat the food, take a plate home, and leave, like get a to-go plate and leave. And you don't engage with the family. Your relationship's not gonna be that strong. If you don't communicate with others when you don't, not just when you need something, but when it's like, hey, how you doing? Just call in a chat. Just call in a check in on you. Need anything? Like, if you're not loving and respectful and supportive of your family and of your friends, you're gonna struggle to maintain those relationships. So you have to develop all of those characteristics and take those actions to become that person that you want to be, right? Um, so it's it's not about manipulating or being disingenuous or not being authentic. In fact, like that's who you become. You become the person that calls your mom or your dad or whoever once a week and just, just talks. You don't need anything. You don't want anything. Or... You know, if if you live close to them, you go stop by for dinner a couple of times a week. Maybe you even bring some dinner or do the dishes or invite them to your house for that, right? Just just have those family get-togethers, and it doesn't have to be a big family reunion type of event, but just spending more time with your family and and being present with your family, not making it a chore, right? Um, you have to go to where they are, where where people are. You if you want friends that are more active then you need to find organizations or groups or things you can do where people are active. For example, I started running. So what did I do? I joined running groups in town. Now I know there's running groups that I can go participate with and I can meet like-minded individuals, people that enjoy running, people that I can develop that commonality. I have that common that commonality with and, and I can develop that relationship off of that. If you're someone who wants to get in better physical shape, the gym is a great place to make friends. Um, I'm not saying go around and look for friends, but if you you work out at the same time every day and you see the same people, it starts with a head nod for most of us. Like for guys, I know it's a totally different element, totally different world for women, but for guys in in the gym, there's people that I don't know their name, but we talk. Start with a head nod. Hey, how's it going? Yep, yeah, good Good work, a little fist bump, whatever the case may be. And we go on our way. We We're not... We don't have to spend hours together, but that is the opening. That is the beginning of developing a potential relationship with that person, a potential friendship. So, if there's someone at the gym that I'm like, oh, I, th- their energy's cool. They're they're here working out all the time. I see, you know, whatever. They're they're in a good mood. Blah blah blah. Hey man, just start a start a conversation. Just so so. What do you do? I see you're here at five a.m. every morning. Is that because you got a family you got to get home to, or you go to work after this? People love talking about themselves. I mean, that's the reality of it, so capitalize on that. Let them talk about themselves. Get to know them. Find the commonality. Oh, really? You, you're you you're into basketball? Cool, there's actually a court right up the road from my house. We should get down sometime. We should play sometime. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, send me your number or give, give me your number or add me on Instagram. I guess that's the new thing. Let me get your IG and I'll hit you up on there, whatever the case may be, right? But you have to go to the places where the people you want to... The type of person you would want to be friends with is. Um, if that is someone you want to be friends with, someone that's more artistic, find an art class. Find, find a place where musicians get together or poetry takes place. Whatever it may be. However you decide the, type, the characteristics you want your friends to have, that's where you need to start looking. And again, that goes back to being a person that's worthy of of their time that like if I go to work out, but all I like go to the gym and all I do is like walk on the treadmill for 10 minutes and I just talk to everyone and I don't really make any progress and I just make complaints about how my body is sore all the time and I'm overweight and blah, blah, blah. Most people that are at the gym getting it in are not going to want to hang out. Right. So that's what you got to do. You got to develop those traits. You got to become the person that you would want to hang out with in that situation. You have to bring value to the relationship. Maybe your friends, you're, you do a yoga class, and you there's a particular movement or series of moves that took place last week, and you did some research and you learned more about it and the origins of it and and this and that. And you can just provide a little. Oh, did you know that this actually came from this this yoga move or whatever the case may be. So yeah, provide value. And it's not just giving people things. It's it's knowledge. It's, it's giving an open ear. It's, it's spending time with them. It's growing together. And that's another one. Aim to grow together, right? If you find people that you can develop a friendship with, that's great. But that friendship will not last if you guys don't grow in the same direction. I have many friends. I've been on both sides of the equation, both sides of the aisle when it comes to this. I've had many friends that I no longer associate with because we grew apart. Be it because I made the decision to not communicate with them anymore or they made the decision to not communicate with me anymore. Right, The paths that our lives were going down were different at that time. And then going forward, they were different. So we both, one of us or both of us made the decision not to communicate with each other. And that's fine. I don't have any ill will or negative wishes on any people that I ever hung out with. In fact, I hope everyone's flourishing and doing great. I would love to run into one of them randomly that I haven't talked to in five years and hear how wonderful their life is. Awesome. I'm so glad that one of the decisions you made to remove me from your life allowed you to grow. And vice versa, I would hope that the people that I decided not to associate with anymore see me now and they're like, dude, I know we're not, I know we don't kick it anymore. I know we're not really friends, but I'm happy to see the growth, whatever it may be, right? And that kind of ties into to knowing when to limit time with someone and when to cut them out, right? You, you can have a friend that you care about and that you're good with, but if the relationship is run its course, and, you know, or, or even like you can have those friends that are kind of negative, but maybe you only talk to them once or twice a month, you can tolerate it in doses, or you get together with them in a social setting. So it's not all about them, right? You figure out ways to navigate to the friendship. But if you let it go on too long, too far, it can stress you out, it can cause anxiety, It can frustrate you and ultimately cause a sour into the relationship. Um, I've told many people, hey, You know, I I love spending time with you. I would love to spend more time with you. But if I'm honest, like you complain so much and I know life's tough, but every time we talk, it's a negative conversation and I really don't have the energy or the space to have a negative conversation. If you need something or someone, that's one thing. But all you're doing is complaining. You're not seeking improvement or ways to fix it. That's not something that I want to have in my life. So I would be happy to spend time with you if you can quit complaining so much. Something like that. I know that that's not an easy conversation, and people are probably going to get offended by it. But at the end of the day, it's better for that conversation to take place in a a cordial or amicable split to that relationship takes place instead of you just blowing up and all you do is bitch all the time you're so negative i'm fucking tired of it you know what i'm saying like there's differences like you have to maintain some dignity about yourself and part of having dignity is refusing to accept less than your standards right and that goes to friendships and relationships that's why romantic relationships get so sour that's one of the reasons because there's these little things that, and that one does that the other doesn't want to talk about because oh it's okay it's something small all right you've been together five years and now that they smack when they eat or that they don't wash their dishes and put it straight in the dishwasher or whatever the fuck it may be is so problematic for you that the thought of them doing that pisses you off and that's no way to live guys yeah, that's, that's some of the tips that I have on having uh, successful relationships. I'll run through them again. You have to become a person that others want to be around, develop the traits that are appealing to those people, right? You have to bring value to the relationships. Don't just take gifts, give, give things to. Give yourself, give time, give energy, be present, um, give entertainment, whatever it may be. It doesn't have to be monetary. It doesn't have to be, oh, check out all the cool things I have. You know what I'm saying? Some of my best friends, the friendships that I have, neither one of us are giving each other items, right? We're giving each other time and energy. Okay, you have to aim to grow together. If, if you don't grow together, you'll grow apart, and then the friendship dissolves. Um, and then you have to know when to limit, limit time with someone as well as when to cut them out of your life. Um, so yeah I hope you guys find value in this again I'm trying to keep it under the 15 minutes so if you did find value please like share if you're watching this on YouTube subscribe leave a comment telling me your favorite part whatever Um, I greatly appreciate it and if you don't mind leaving a review sharing this content because I'm sure someone out there needs to hear it share it with three people that you know that would enjoy hearing this. It doesn't necessarily mean their relationships are suffering, but it's always good to learn. So with that being said, I uh, thank you for your time. It's greatly appreciated. Until next time, y'all take care.